You can support this show at patreon.com slash ASA podcasting. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. And welcome back. Skyrim Podcast, uh, the latest one, whatever number is, 140-something. Uh, I'm Michael, I'm going solo tonight. Uh, so first, um, thank you to the patrons for helping out, uh, keeping our feeds going, that's awesome. Uh, we had the, if you missed it, the interview with Jonah Loeb is on uh, the Fallout feed, the latest episode of that, or you can look, it may not be the latest when you hear this. Uh, of course, he did uh, some art design and stuff on... Oblivion, Skyrim, a bunch of the Fallouts, Fallout 4, so uh, pretty cool interview if you want to check that out. Uh, there was a little snippet of it earlier in the week on the feed here, so uh, go over there and check the whole thing out. Um, so, up first, uh, Oblivion Roundtable announcement. We'll be doing the Shivering Isles portion of the Roundtable. Uh, Colin, Juan, and myself are going to be continuing the same characters we have. And going through the sh- all of the Shivering Isles quest lines. Um, so that we are going to be starting on March 18th at 3 p.m. Eastern. I believe that's daylight time at that point. So uh, I will have the document with links to every single quest posted on uh, ASAPodcasting.com on the Skyrimatic part of that. Um, it's not there right at the second, but uh, I will get that posted up there this week. Uh, so it'll have the breakdown of the quest, the episode number for the quest. You'll be able to click on each quest, and it'll take you right to the UESP of the breakdown for that quest if you, you would like to know it. So episode one is going to be uh, for the main quest line of Shivering Isles, Doran Nibbin Bay, through the Fringe of Madness, a Better Mouse Trap, and Baiting the Trap. And then we have two settlement quests, which is Everything in Its Place and Ghosts of Vitharn. Um, then we're going to move on. Episode 2, which will be in April sometime, hopefully. April's a pretty busy month, so I'm hoping that works out. Uh, episode 2 in April will be Understanding the Madness, or Understanding Madness, sorry. Addiction and Lady of Paranoia. Those are the main quest quests, main quest quests. Uh, the Bliss Quests, which is a town. The Antipodian Hammer, Falling Awake. So we'll be doing two of those. As well, oh, I'm sorry, two more. Work is Never Done. And the Fork of Horripilation. So those four quests also, Bliss Quests. Um, I believe one of those is a joint quest between the two towns, uh, Bliss and Crucible, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, in episode three, which should be in May, we'll be doing the Cold Flame, the Cold Flame of Agnon, Ritual of Ritual of Ascension, and one of these two, which is Ritual of Mania or Ritual of Dementia. So, you have to choose to be able to do one of those. 
Uh, then we'll be moving on to the Crucible quests within that episode as well. Brithar, or Brithar, The Coming Storm, Final Resting, and A Liquid Solution. Then episode four, which uh, be the penultimate, I believe, in June, uh, Retaking the Fringe, Rebuilding the Gatekeeper, The Helpless Army. Uh, we'll be doing two Crucible quests, the Museum of Oddities, and Ushnar's Terror, and two settlement quests, The Great Divide and Taxonomy of Obsession. Obviously, these things are fluid if we come across it in uh, the, the town and settlement ones. Maybe we come across them earlier, uh, but mostly we'll be going in order. And then for the finale in July, Symbols of the Office, The Roots of Madness, The End of Order, and the Prince of Madness. Those are the main quest ones we'll be doing there. Uh, we're doing a settlement quest to help a hero. And then there are two miscellaneous quests. Uh, one uh, I think we could do throughout the whole season um, where you're collecting stuff. Uh, but it's the Paranoid Roof Watcher. And the other one is Ghosts of the Hill of Suicides. So those are all the quests we're going to be doing uh, coming up on the Oblivion Roundtable. Uh, starting in about a little less than two weeks, actually, uh, we're going to be start. Well, the Shivering Isles portion of the Oblivion Roundtable, I should say. Uh, after that, we're, I think we're going to move on to the guilds. We we decided, so we'll we'll have to figure out how we're going to do that exactly uh, after the summer. Figure since that'll end in July, so figure sometime in September we'll be starting the guilds in Oblivion, unless there's some major announcement at Bethesda's E3 thing. And, uh, like, a new Elder Scrolls is coming out <laughs> or something like that. That would be amazing. Uh, it would be great. Uh, I'm not holding my breath for this year, but it would, it would be a nice thing. Maybe some crazy thing like Oblivion re, uh, reimagined. Who knows? But uh, I'm not counting on that. Um, so I was getting uh, my character ready for my Oblivion character ready for uh, the upcoming Shivering Isles portion. And I, I wanted to go through all the guild quests just to have a, a complete refresher before trying to break down schedules and stuff like that and if for you know when we do it in the fall just have a, a little fresher in my mind having played through them because we had some funky breakdowns when we did the main quest where we left off in the middle of quest lines and stuff but um so i i contracted vampirism and uh i just kind of let it take hold i was like i, I don't remember what really happens because i was just cured it and uh so i let it take hold and um I was like, and I went through the whole thing. I'm like, ah, and then it got bad. And like, and it's, it's much different than, uh, in Skyrim. So I kind of wanted to compare the two. That was, that was kind of, it's much more functional in Skyrim because you obviously, it, you know, you have the whole Dawnguard quest line, you have, uh, different, you know, become the, uh, vampire Lord and all that kind of stuff. So, it's just a it's a whole different thing in in oblivion it's actually pr becomes pretty difficult if you don't feed properly and stuff like that and even doing the cure quest is uh difficult now there's other ways to cure it in oblivion as well um with add-ons and stuff that's much faster and obviously like um if you contract uh uh what's it called porphyric uh, hemophilia in, in oblivion um which is the disease the vampire vampirism disease um, if you take the potion within the first uh, three days, I think it is, you, you know, cure disease potion, you're fine. Or if you go to a, uh, 
shrine and a blessing, you're fine. Uh, same basic thing in Skyrim. Same thing. If you contract the, uh, was it Sanguinaire Vampiris, I believe, um, you do the same thing. Take the Cure Disease potion, go to a shrine, you're fine. Um, those, those are essentially the same. So there's not much difference there. The name of the disease is slightly different, but um, you can track it very similarly also. Um, you know, in battle is most common, uh, or like in Dawnguard, you obviously can get it through the quest line, stuff like that. Same thing with um, Oblivion. You can, you know, you can catch it uh, in battle or uh, at the... Not to spoil if you know you know if you don't want to be spoiled on the quest line, skip ahead like thirty seconds. Uh, you know, at the Dark Brother quest line, you become uh you can choose to become a vampire as well. So there's you know other ways of going about it. Uh there's also a vampire tower add on. I forget what the exact name of it is. Oh, what the heck was it? Somebody mentioned it in the Facebook group. I apologize. Uh I forget who it was in my I'm trying to remember what the damn name is. Let me scroll down and see if I have it here. Uh, look on add-ons here real quick. Um, becoming a vampire. What the heck was it called? Something t- vile tower or something like that. I, I don't remember. God, let's see. Becoming, preventing, feeding, advancing, curing. Vile lair. That's it. Um, I guess there's a font of renewal that will cure vampirism. Uh, much more easily than the quest, of course, which is. The quest is awesome, so I, I would actually recommend doing the quest anyway. So uh, w- let's get into the effects. So both, obviously, you're affected by sunlight in both. Um, you can feed in both. In um, in whatchamacallit, uh, uh, in a, sorry, Oblivion, you can, uh, like the best places I found to feed where, Places you know people are going to be asleep. Because, uh, like, a lot of, like, you can go to forts and feed on the bandits and stuff. Because then if they wake up, you just kill them. It's not a big deal. Uh, or you can feed on, like, the beggars in town. I always feel bad doing that. Because I am also the gray cow. So, I, or the gray fox, not the gray cow. I wear the gay, gray, <laughs> the gay crow. The gray cow. <laughs> so, I am the gray fox. So, I do not feel like it's uh, appropriate for me to be taking advantage of of my workers in the cities. So, um, my eyes and ears, essentially. So, I don't feel good to do that. But you can also go to the guild halls where you know people are going to be sleeping if you're in any of the guilds. You can go to um, the inns where people will be going to sleep, break into somebody's house, where they'll be going to sleep and just sneak up and you'll have the chance to feed on them. Uh, I believe it's very similar in uh, Skyrim from what I remember doing. I, I didn't do too much vampire play in, in Skyrim. A little bit. I played around with, you know, you have the whole tree and everything. You can, um, there's perks and all that. They're obviously much, much less in Oblivion than there is in Skyrim, you know. It, it's a much more fleshed out thing in, in Skyrim in general. But, um, yeah, so you can feed. And feeding, uh kind of eases some of the effects um makes it makes your weakness to sunlight you can get it down you know to zero pretty much um but if you don't feed uh it's like it it piles up pretty quickly so 
your vampire, blah, if you don't feed for a day, you're, you're okay in the first day. The second day, you your ability gain, you do gain an ability. It's called Vampire Seduction, um, which basically, uh, I forget what it does. I remember, I, I went all the way to Embrace the Shadows, which is nearly impossible, and it was stupid. I had to start feeding because um, it... Uh, Basically, uh, you're getting so injured so quickly that you can't even walk around town in daylight. Um, yeah, so the first 24 hours, zero hit points damage in sunlight. Second 24 hours, you get one point per second. The third 48, 72 hours, four points a second. And then after uh, three days, it's eight points a second. So every second you're in the bright sunlight, it's eight points a second. Now, some things do mitigate that. If it's raining out, it's less. If you're underwater, it's less. If it's towards dusk or dawn, it's less. So there are things that mitigate it. Uh, now you can't fast travel and die. Uh, but what I did do is wait and die. <laughs> you can't wait if it's daylight because you're taking damage. You're not allowed to wait while you're taking damage, obviously. But if you start waiting at, say, like 3 a.m., and then all of a sudden it's 8 a.m. when you're done waiting, you're dead. So you just drop dead. So that is a, a massive disadvantage, especially when you're going around trying to do a, a quest that is pretty intensive. Um, so I'll, I'll basically go over to Cure Disease quests because I, I do like that part of it. Uh, the, the biggest, as far as being a vampire, the biggest differences are you're actually, you have brethren in skyrim you have essentially what was like a guild hall with the dawn guard now in oblivion you're alone there's nobody else um you can do there's a couple quests that involve vampires that you can do them as a vampire it doesn't really make much difference um but you know you can join the dawn guard you know be a fully fleshed out character you know you have your perk tree and all that and whereas you just get a few extra perks in Oblivion, but also uh, lose, you know, lose things as well. You know, you get weakness to fire, obviously, but you can resist normal weapons a little bit more. Um, you know, so it's it's a trade-off. And then obviously the sunlight damage is pretty extensive. So when I was trying to go around, so when you, when you want to get cured, you can go to... Um, one of the uh what the heck are they called <sighs> why can't i remember the, the the um the chapels go to one of the chapels <laughs> i don't know why i could not think of that and, and speak to whatever person in there and they'll be like oh yeah you should go see uh ramelis paulus and uh so you go go visit him you know so you visit uh visit old what's his name Ramelis or Ramelis Paulus and uh he'll he'll you know send you on your quest he's he'll send you to um the count in Skingrad and that's kind of the big part of this story that's not really like the Skyrim one where there's you, you kind of go on a quest to cure your vampirism but it's not much as in as is involved in this with other characters uh although you can cure Serana but um so Ramanus, uh, he sends you to Count uh, Hasselador in uh, Skingrad, Janus, 
and he tells you the story of him and his wife and how they were both inflicted and you know she didn't want to go on and all this stuff um so he sends you to Melisande, who's in uh drake low which is a little little uh settlement not really settlement it's like a house basically like a farm whatever you want to call it so you, you she needs five uh, empty grand soul gems so you can get those to her and then she also needs uh, a bunch of other ingredients um i had like all the ingredients uh because of um you know i've been just collecting stuff so i have it in my stump so there's uh bloodgrass garlic nightshade and uh the the only thing that's a minorly difficult is um you have to get the blood of an Argonian and she gives you a knife to be able to do that and basically you just sneak up an Argonian and slash them and you got the blood so did do that <laughs> so it was just some random person in like Leowin or something um i think it was Leowin that's further south right yeah that's on the edge of black marsh there so i uh yeah i went down there and just walked around town I was like oh oops sorry sorry about that and i was hidden so nothing uh nothing really happened to me um and then you have to get the ashes of a powerful vampire so it's not just any vampire it's this very specific one whose name is hinderil and uh locations up at uh, redwater slow and uh killing you know hinderil will give you you know you'll be able to loot those ashes from him but um, that's a pretty good uh, little – I had already gone through there, but he kind of it, – it's very tricky how he ends up there and how you find out some stuff. Uh, you have to find out where his uh, his grave is and all that kind of thing. It, it It's a little more involved than that, but I don't want to completely spoil the whole thing. So you have to go through all that. But if, like me, you didn't feed – the most of the time you're doing all this at night only and trying to get places before the sun rises. And, you know, it, it was just very cumbersome to get around and I was getting over encumbered and trying to go sell stuff and you can only sell stuff during the day. So you have to go into a run to us from what I'm in the market district running from one store to the other, to the other, to the other as fast as I can. So I don't die. Um, I can heal myself also, so it, it's not too bad. But um, I there was a couple times I didn't make it. <laughs> but so I was unencumbering myself. I was doing it stupidly. And but the good thing of, about the uh, Imperial City is you can use the sewers to get around. So I did do that quite a bit. Uh, you know, you sneak between the different parts of the town and sewers. You can get into the town through the sewers. Um, you can get out of town through the sewers. So, so there is, you know, you do have options to get around without dying. Um, so then you get the, the vampire dust and all that stuff. You take everything to her and she makes two portions of the potion, one for you, one for the count. Um, you can take it, then you're cured, which is fine. Uh, so then you go to skin grad and you give the other portion to, to Janice, um, it's very weird because he lets you stay there while like he wakes his wife up to give her the potion to essentially she's under some magical spell to not wake up because she doesn't want to be a vampire anymore. Um, so he then wakes her up. So you're there doing this whole emotional thing where he's basically reunited with his wife and she's like, I don't want to be woken up. Uh, I don't want to be a vampire. 
Uh, and then he gives her the stuff and she just drops dead. And he's not, he's like, you know, just leave. Uh, and then you come back in 24 hours and get your reward. Don't try and loot her body. It doesn't go well. Um, <laughs> after she drops dead in front of him. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> basically it just gives you gold the next day, which which is fine. Uh, it, it's a really good, I, I explained it short, but it is a good long quest. And I actually like it a lot. I really thought it was a nice, nice challenge. I thought it was, I just thought it was a really great quest line. It, it's not like one that you normally would come across or anything. It just is one that you, it's a happenstance kind of thing. Um, so I, I would recommend like if you're playing it, definitely get infected with vampirism. Become a vampire. Don't really use it because it's, I don't know, not really that great. People look at you funny. They're not real happy with you. Um, I think you lose the ability to use the Knights of the Nine gear, <laughs> which I, I believe I did as well. Uh, either that or or my killing caused me to lose it or my thieving something. I don't know. I'm not allowed to use it anymore. But it's a, it's it's really, really a great quest line. And... Uh, you know, obviously in, in Skyrim, you have the four different stages of vampirism where you get, you know, risk disease, uh, you know, weakness to fire, as you do with um, with the other one. Um, you can also then get, you know, the vampiric drain, the, the servant, the sight, the seduction, all that stuff, which which is pretty awesome. And you can go around and kill them. I, I didn't really like the mechanics of either the vampire lord or the werewolf in um in Skyrim necessarily. Uh it just didn't work for me. I've tried it a little bit, um, but it wasn't just it just uh I don't know. It just didn't it was kinda like flying dragons. It seemed like a better idea than it ended up being. But I mean I give them credit for good. I think the werewolf maybe worked a little better for me than the vampire lord. I don't know. But maybe it was when I started playing them, I was so ingrained in the game already that uh, branching out and doing those other things didn't didn't work as well for me. Um, so now for um, for Skyrim, for curing yourself, you uh, whether it's, you know, you contract it, random battle, or you're a member of the uh, Volcar and uh, with Serana. Um, as long as you just go to, uh, you know, ask about rumors at any bartender or whatever, they'll they'll point you in the direction of uh, Phelan or Phalion, whatever the hell his name is. And he's out, out by Morthal. He takes you out to the swamps. Um, you have to give him with a, a filled black soul gem, which, I mean, in Skyrim, I mean, you can, if you're high enough level, if you've already completed Dawn Guard, you've probably got eight, 8 million black soul gems. Um, so pretty, pretty easy to get, you know, cause you've gone through the soul cairn where there's a bajillion soul gems, you know, you've done other things where there's a million soul gems. So it's actually pretty simple. Uh, to cure it there you can also then i believe there's a way to convince uh, and serana will do it also and, and she will cure herself also so there there is that but um as you can see it's a very yeah, i mean you're talking about one black soul gem and getting grand soul gems in oblivion is not as easy as collecting soul gems in skyrim so you need five that are much more difficult to find uh, than they 
as opposed to the one in Skyrim, which is super, super easy to get. And a filled one. I mean, you're constantly filling them. Every weapon has, you know, it, by the time you're at some level, you're, every weapon has like fire soul trap or whatever on it or multiple has a soul trap plus something on it, you know. So you're really, you know, you're collecting. I got, I don't even know how many soul gems I have at some point. So that they're pretty ubiquitous in the game. So it's not really a difficult thing to accomplish. Um, the oblivion. Well, I, if I could combine the two, if, if you could have the vampire vampirism curing quest in Skyrim, along with the, uh, vampire Lord and perk tree, et cetera. And the, the much more fleshed out story of Serana and her family, um, I think that would be a great combination. It would really add a ton to it. The, the simpleness of curing it in Skyrim kind of, I don't know, it feels like it should be more considering how fleshed out the rest of the story is. Uh, whereas in Oblivion, there's not too much to the story. There's vampires in the game you come across. Uh, the Janus story is very good. Uh, the Countess King Grad, that's actually a very good story if you sit there and listen to it, uh, listen to the whole thing and go through the whole thing with him. It's actually quite a good story. So it, that that is a, a very good part of it. So, I mean, if you had something like that, and it's, it's funny, you come across him earlier, and depending on how what you know what timeline you go through things, uh, you already know he's a vampire at some point. Oh, and speaking of Janice, all right, so you go there, you have to talk to his uh, house Carl or whoever she may be, the Organian who's there. And then she's like, okay, just wait, I'll go get him. And it's like two hours before he comes down. <laughs> it just takes forever. Can he just be downstairs one time? Can he please just be downstairs one time? I would be greatly appreciative if he was downstairs one time. Uh, it's just so exhausting waiting for him in that hall. And she's like, I'll go get him. And then she comes back down, and you're still waiting. And then eventually he comes back down. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, um, yeah, if we could find a way to combine the two, add that, that great long quest line to the end of your vampire journey in Skyrim, I think it would make it all the more epic, you know. Because I know there are people who enjoy uh, playing as a vampire, going through that perk tree, et cetera, et cetera. Sorry, I was just coughing there. Uh, I am not one of them, but uh, I know there are people who are. And at least you have options to join that clan and do quests. Um, people don't really like you in town on Oblivion when you become a vampire. They're like, oh, oh, you're one of them. Or, you know, uh, you're not super popular uh, after that. So, but uh, yeah, that was, that was my little journey down the vampirism lane with Oblivion and Skyrim. Um, I'll probably be recording again a little later in the week uh, with some Skyrim stuff. Um, I just wa I wanted to lock down my my character to get ready for uh, Shivering Isles, so so I was going through all this stuff. It took me a couple days actually to cure the vampirism, uh, a couple of days of playing. So, and then I was finishing up um, the Fighters Guild as well, which is a great storyline with the uh, Blackwood Company and all that. So I just finished that up. So now my character is fully set for Shivering Isles, and I'm going to head back to uh, my um, crafting hunter-gatherer type in uh, Skyrim and go back to that and get that going again. So 
I'm going to be hopping back over there, playing with that character, playing with the, the mods I have set up uh, on Xbox One for that character, and uh, just wandering the countryside, crafting, selling stuff. Uh, getting really dry throat and having to uh, shut off my mic every time I have to cough. Remind me to bring water down next time. But um, that's all I got for this time. So uh, just a little primer for the Shivering Isles Roundtable coming up. And uh, look for some uh, good Skyrim talk coming up this weekend. Beginning back to that. And uh, the Lost episodes will continue to come out probably once a month. And also, there will be another episode of Skyrim 10 AD, which I erroneously named the first time, uh, which is the uh, Skyrim uh, Dungeons & Dragons that is being done by uh, Colin and Andrew and uh, Ray and <clears throat> Pat, as I'm losing my voice again. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Uh, you got any comments, questions, any stories you want to share? Feel free, whatever you're playing, ESO, Skyrim, Oblivion, any of the Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls Legends. Send in your story, send in your tales. That that beginning is exactly what the show was about and how, how it was formed for people to share. So feel free to jump in and, and share what you're doing. Even if you just started playing the game, even if you're not sure of the game, have simple, what you think are simple questions, whatever. Jump on in. We're always here, or uh, I mean, I'm always here, and lots of times people join me. So, take care, everyone. See you next time.